Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. We are here to talk about our top six sports movies of all time. If Rob and I can escape from this and not have killed each other, it will be <laughs> simultaneously proof for and against intelligent design. So, who? What, let, let's do the typical order. Trace is going to go. Rob is going to go. Then I'm going to go. If one of us has it higher on our list, we're going to wait until the person with it highest on their list says it and discuss it. Then I think our lists are going to be wildly different. I agree with that notion. So I'm just going to start off hot and I'm going to say my top six, my number six is the movie warrior with Tom Hardy. If you've ever seen this, this MMA fighting movie, it is got Nick Nolte in it and it is very dramatic. And I think this movie is dynamite. I've not seen, unfortunately. It doesn't sound bad. Is it recent? Yeah, it came out like maybe 10 years ago. Okay. But like Kurt Angle plays a Russian fighter in it. It's pretty funny from that perspective. I was in jail when I saw this movie, so I wasn't exactly in a great mood. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was movie night and they gave you uh, popcorn and like soda. It was okay. Uh, who's the, the the dual protagonist? It's it's Tom Hardy, and who's the other person? Oh, I can't remember his name because he's not as famous. Uh, is it Gerard on. Butler? It's not Gerard Butler. No, it's not Gerard Butler. Hold on. It is... Joel, Ed- Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. I thought that was his name, but I was I was blanking. Joel Edgerton. So he is from... Um, his his uh, resume is not super great until you get about to 2006, where he is in excuse me smoke and aces he's also in uh zero dark 30 after this and a bunch of other stuff yeah it was fine i don't know so why do you feel so passionately that it's in your top six movies of all time like like what makes you want to like actually put this up there because for me the adrenaline that i get watching it not the fighting but just like the family relationship dynamic and then tom hardy you find out uh spoilers by the way that he's a military deserter. And so he's going to jail at wow. the end of this. And like, it's just, it's really good. So. Oh. Okay. All right, Rob, who do you have for your sixth ranked movie? Or what My number have? six, uh, so I'll say at the top that I look, I love sports. I edit, I go, whenever I get NBA, the new NBA 2K, I edit the roster of every single team. Uh, I can pretty much name the winner and loser of every Super Bowl. Love sports. I really don't like most sports movies. I think they just focus on the parts of sports, especially football movies, I think are the worst victim of this. Just focus on the sports that the elements of sports that I'm the least interested in and play to the lowest common denominator too much, too much rah rah mentality in a lot of these sports movies that I don't particularly care for. Um, coming off the top, though, I'll be surprised if any of you guys have this. I had I, Tanya as my number six movie. Definitely did not and have not seen it. I, I will say if you're anybody who's interested in just behind the scenes and the dark side and just a grimy uh, part of a sports movie, this is this is a movie for you. I think there's a lot of different parts of this movie that are done very well. I think uh, Margot Robbie does an excellent job as the lead. It's, I think it's honestly a very good movie if anybody wants to watch it. Did really well on Rotten Tomatoes. This is a pretty recent one too. Yeah, it's pretty new. Um, it's like three three years old. Something. Like that. I, I would say it's not for the faint of heart. It's it's a dark movie, but it, it's a very good movie. See, what's crazy is is I remember the whole controversy she was in where she cl- had her boyfriend club Nancy Kerrigan prior to the '94 Olympics. That's like one of those early like grade school memories for me of like uh, it was the first real like sports controversy because like this and OJ happened in like a very short time span. 
Yeah. We, uh, so years ago, we were talking about craziest sports stories of all time. This would definitely be on the list. This is one of yeah. them. I mean, um, who, who would have ever thought that another figure skater would have her boyfriend boyfriend club her competitor in the kneecap to try to gain an advantage for the Olympic trials? Like, that's just it's, crazy. It, that's part of what makes it such a compelling narrative as a movie is that it's, they're not like MMA fighters, right? Like, they're, in, they're figure skating where it's supposed to be about grace and beauty and just the appearance of things, you know, being perfect. And this is how it plays out. Um, and the, the contrasting personalities between her and Kerrigan too are done very well. I, I really do think it's an excellent movie for anybody who has not seen it. But again, right, yeah, so, just don't bring your kids to this one. This is not, this is a, a dark movie. All right. So for my number six movie, uh, I really wanted to try and find a way to put Escape from New York 2 on here. I couldn't do it. Uh, I couldn't find a way to make it work. And so that's my seventh ranked sports movie of all time my number six movie is the replacements um, oh it's in my honorable mentions great movie for all i, I do not have it on my list have you seen it before i think i, I forget if i've seen it before Keanu Reeves i will say so quarterback. real quickly one you... issue i have with the sports movies is i had this class in my undergraduate career um it was about like history of American football, history and analysis of American football. So I was very uh, pumped to take this class. The entire class, this professor did not teach a second, the entire class. The entire class was able to watch a sports movie for the, for the last two thirds of the class. And the first third of the class, each student was assigned to give a presentation on each day. So like you come up, you give a presentation and then you have a movie play afterwards. And it really jaded my opinion of a lot of these movies. And I think the replacements was one of them. And I think I left early that class. So I don't think I got the whole thing. If you drew up a sports movie in a laboratory, it would essentially be The Replacements. It has all the elements of a great sports movie. A great actor is the figurehead. Keanu Reeves is the quarterback. He is the uh, washed-up ex-college player, Shane Falco. Gene Hackman is the coach. One of his last movies. It was this and then Welcome to Mooseport. Is incredible in this role. As What's his name in this again? It's Oh, it's been a minute. It's a, it's a great name, whatever it is. I can't remember what it is. The beautiful woman uh, who, she is not in much. She, Trace, I will give you $5 if you can name the other role that she is in that both you and I would know her from. Oh. Oh, man. She is in season one and two of Friday Night Lights. She's That's the, it. She's the, she's the. Um, she's the neighbor that Tim Riggins, the, that Riggins, Tim hooks, Riggins up hooks up with. Yes. There it is. We get, yeah. I, I mean, the story is very good. Um, it, it's a tight movie, right? It's there's a lot of like lighthearted moments that people remember. Like, do I think it? It's like an excellent piece of like cinematic art. No, is it enjoyable? Yes. Was it all on all the time when I was growing up? Yes, dude. It was they on cable much, like every day in the two thousands. They had it on TBS pretty much every single Sunday morning before football started. Mm -hmm. And so it was common that I would get home, watch a little bit of the replacements, then football would start and the day was off. So replacements is my number six movie. Trace, what do you have for your fifth movie? All right. Draft day. No, just wanted to get Rob's horrible movie. Just wanted Rob's skyrocket. I think that's my urban mile. When somebody mentions draft day, that, that just, it, drives me to a fury of how now, bad see, that movie here's is. the thing all right i'm not gonna say it's a great sports movie it's a great comedy for me i that is one of those movies that i can throw on in the background and i love kevin costner 
And so, like, I enjoy the movie, but it's a terrible football movie. I just get like, angry. Awful. I get so angry at that movie. <laughs> um, my real number five, um, I put the movie Rudy with Sean Astin. Oh, um, God. You know, um, the <laughs> so, story is, is this not real? true. Are you being serious? I'm being serious. The movie is incredible. The story <laughs> it's based on is a lie because Rudy really is a drunk and he's kind of mythologized and uh cleansed what actually happened joe montana did an interview once where he's like yeah we carried him off the field as a joke because he was such a dick and well, a pain it was ass. also the coach was the one who was pushing putting him in yeah it was a I, it was a thing but it, like the movie itself like if you just take it as a standalone sports movie and you subtract the falsehood of the actual event it's a really 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 good sports movie and yeah so Rudy would be my number five. I do not agree. I remember the music being good. Like the the score that they have for the movie. Yeah. I feel like kind of carries it at certain points. Especially at the end, like when the music keeps swelling as he finally gets on the field and stuff. Like it's such a cheesy movie. Like it's cheesy to the core. Oh, he's beaten down again. He didn't have you ever watch that movie with a Notre Dame fan. Oh, I would never be friends with a Notre Dame fan, so no. <laughs> it's yeah, not I, a fun honest, experience. Do you think that that's that that is part of the reason why so many people hate Notre Dame, right? Yes. That, that, I, I feel really? like that's probably yeah. That's honestly probably my least favorite sports institution across all sports, professional and collegiate, is yeah. Notre Dame. Join I don't a conference, know, you pussies. I don't know if there would be anyone else higher. Every like my my favorite team is whoever plays Notre Dame that week. Mm-hmm. That's who my favorite team is. Not when Notre Dame, I I detest the University of Alabama, despite them being forty five minutes down the road. When Alabama played Notre Dame in the national championship against Manti Teo and his invisible girlfriend, I actually <laughs> was rolling tide that night. That's how much I hate Notre Dame. Everyone was. You, you hate Alabama or Auburn more? I dislike the Alabama football team more. I dislike the Auburn fan base more because they just are so delusional and I've been in a bar where people are crying when they lose a game and Alabama fans lose a the game. They go, well, that sucked. Get me another beer. Auburn fans just like take it a personal. You have a lot of vitriol, it seems, across the college football landscape. I do. Hail the State. Dunbar of college football. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I am the dummy bear of college football. Does that make Urban Meyer his Paula? Yes. Yeah, no, Urban Meyer's my Kellyanne. Oh. All right. Rob, what's I your favorite? I want to that one too much. I didn't play just the tip with Urban Meyer. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, you, you, let, you let over to me. Yes. yes. So, number uh, five. Uh, okay. okay, I had White Man Can't Jump at number five, and I will say by the way, I had Caddyshack at number seven. That was then Bull Durham at number eight. Those were both very close to making the list. Just missed the cut, but yeah, I had White Jump, White Man Can't Jump, number five. Um, one of the two or two, yeah, two or two funniest movies I would say I have on my list. Um, obviously the two leads are awesome in the movie. Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson are both great. Um, this very if you're any anyone's into like the street basketball pickup basketball scene, this is probably the uh, technical movie for that. Yeah, this was really close to making my top six too. I think it's really good. 
Mm-hmm. My only hesitation for putting it in my top six is it had ju- it's just been such a long time since I've seen it. Like, I really don't remember that much. I had a remake it. just came out very recent that was apparently very bad. It, it actually came out. I, I heard didn't that know they it were making out. one. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, you guys didn't have to see commercials for that? No. No, they don't. They've, they've been pumping it lately. Jack Carlo plays. How do you remake that that masterpiece? Like, it's a great movie. And I, I, think, I don't think I've seen it for at least 15 years, but like, there's certain movies that should never be remade. Point Break's one of them, and it was. White Men Can't Jump's one of those that was really a time and place of its culture, and it really doesn't make sense outside. I think of you could spin 90s. it off now. I don't know. It got, uh, apparently, it was not very good. The remake. It got a 62 by audience and twenty seven by critics. The fact that the uh, audience is even as high as sixty two is shocking to me. Was this? Did this go in theaters or was? No, oh, it's a Hulu. Yeah. it's a Hulu it movie. It's Hulu. Oh, I thought it had a theatrical release too. Possible. Yeah, I think that's a very good choice. My number five movie is He Got Game. Uh, Spike Lee movie uh-huh. going. featuring Ray Allen and Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington's exceptional in this. Uh, when I was trying to figure out where to rank this, I threw on a little bit of it last night. You can watch it for free online right now. Um, just to see if it still kind of held up. If it just had become more hokey with time or if there were some aspects of it that just kind of like didn't make it as good as it used to be. I still thought like from the little bit that I watched that it was still enjoyable. Ray Allen uh, is definitely not the worst uh, athlete actor of all time, uh, which yeah. helps. No, he and does a good job in that movie. I vaguely remember this being borderline softcore porn at type at points too, with like Lala and stuff like that. And, and hence why it's number five for me. So <laughs> Trace, what do you have for your number four movie? Number four. Um, I actually had Bull Durham number four. Uh, I think that this movie is a great depiction of life in the minor leagues in the 80s and like everything from the Susan Sarandon character to the aging veteran who's only played in the minors trying to coach the young buck who he knows is going to make the majors one day. Like it's just a classic baseball movie like just and I even was telling Devin this before we recorded you could probably do a top 10, like baseball movies are by far the best genre of sports. Movies. They, they, baseball, I feel like has the most consistently best sports. Movies, like I would just say that. between, I mean, you could have the top 20 baseball movies and still have room to go from there. I Third like Kevin actually, Costner mentioned on the list, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I, I like this movie. It just wasn't at any point in time, a consideration for me for top six. I don't know why. Really, I think it's also a product of my childhood because this was the replacements on TBS in the nineties, you know, like they would play bull Durham a lot. And so I've seen this movie a lot and it's still insanely rewatchable. Yeah. I mean, I've seen this, I've seen this movie as much as anyone else. Maybe I just need to watch it again because it has been a long time since I've seen it. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, Rob, your number four movie. Uh, coming off the baseball diamond, I I'll, I have Major League at number four. Higher on, higher my on list. My, higher on all. Higher of on them. your guys. Okay. Yeah. So we'll wait to talk about number uh Major League. Number four on my list, I have A Knight's Tale. Uh, which for some I people, vaguely know about this movie. Uh, you, what really? you've never seen this? This is one of my wife's favorite movies, and it's it's. It, I mean, this is a borderline sports movie. It is Somewhere a I've seen movie. a bit of it. It have, has every dynamic of a sports movie. There is a game involved, right? Yeah, Joust. but it's medieval jousting. So I'm giving no. it to you. <laughs> this is a sports movie. It How is, is this a, not sport a sports movie. movie? It, but it is it is the biggest stretch on these lists. But I'll dude, I had Big Lebowski. My honorable mention. Maybe I should have pushed it up. 
it is it is 100 a sports movie saw this movie all the time growing up it was this was always on tv right my wife loves this movie. it was on tbs it was on hbo constantly saw this within the last month 100 still holds up still holds up the opening where they do the we will rock you thing to start the movie is brilliant and then like uh the guy who plays uh 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 paul bettany he plays the um the writer yeah hype man that's just brilliant he's very good uh i forgot what it was like uh to see Heath Ledger in a movie. Um, that was odd. But yeah, very enjoy- enjoyable for a movie. Rob, you should definitely check it out. Trace, your number three movie. Uh, y'all are going to just skewer me for this one, but I love this movie. Days of Thunder. Tom Cruise, NASCAR. Phenomenal ride. Very on brand. I don't think I've ever seen it from start to finish. Oh, I can't, I can't so make any good. comment on this. So Ricky good. Bobby's there for number two, then, right? Trish? No, no. Ricky Bobby is just a comedy. That is not a sports movie. I don't know how I don't have Talladega Nights on here, to be honest. I mean, Talladega Nights is incredible. It's a good movie, but it, it's it's a stretch as a sports movie for me. NASCAR is the background to the comedy. That was when Will Ferrell went through a phase where he did like semi-pro and a bunch of stuff like that. The figure skating movie with uh, Napoleon Dynamite, all that stuff. That movie is terrible. But Days of Thunder is a snapshot of NASCAR in like the late 80s, early 90s. And a lot of the stories that are in the movie are from an interview Tom Cruise did in Dale Earnhardt's barn in North Carolina. Like the the rental car scene, having to go sit down to dinner with your rival um, it, and the racing in it. They actually entered the car that Tom Cruise is driving in actual races to get film footage. And so even though it's not Tom Cruise driving the car, like it's a legit car that is, and then when you see the racing footage of that car, that's the car legit racing. So, um, I mean, this is, this is a stacked cast. Just mm-hmm. looking at this right Tom now. Cruise, uh, you had um, Randy Quaid, you had Robert Duvall, you had Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And this was around the time their romance started because they had done far and away and they were kind of together, or maybe this came before far and away. I can't remember. John C. Um, Riley. John C. Riley's in it, and then the rival. Oh, who's the douchey rival that drives the Hardy's car? Um, he was like the douchebag in all the early '90s movies. Uh, Don Simpson. Yeah, and then uh, you also had the rival, the other rival, Rowdy Burns. It was the guy that played one of the guards on Prison Break. Like it's just an amazing cast, and it's also directed by Ridley Scott. All right, Rob, number three, who you got? Uh, I have a let's see. Let me make sure I'm on. I'm still on the right track here for one second. I, I for those who don't know, I lost my paper that had all my movies on this before, so I'm trying to stitch this together. Uh, I had Raging Bull at number three. The solid pick. It. Really, never seen Raging Bull. Ra- I mean, Raging Bull might be the most just like generally acclaimed sports movie ever. Like Ra- Raging, just overall excellent movie. I mean, it's got Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci as the two main characters. It's pretty, pretty good starting point right there. Uh, just phenomenal movie about boxing. Scorsese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those ones where I think it's it, it's definitely a sports movie, but there's also so much more going on into it in terms of how it's shot and with the way uh, the way the plot moves forward. But it, yeah, exceptional movie. It is very good. If you've never seen it, Devin, you need to put it down. It's a good one. Okay. All right, my number three movie of all time is Major League. Trace has not mentioned it yet, so I'm guessing it's higher on his list. Yep. 
it's back to trace trace is it your number two movie or is it, it is indeed my number two movie so like, it's time for us to talk about major league the only unanimous this... the only unanimous oh, the only so pick, far. right yeah unless we all have the same number one which i don't think i that's doubt the case. we have the same number one no uh i love major league i mean this this could have been two for me it could have been number one for me uh Everything about this movie, Pete Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger is perfect in this role. The story in and of itself, which we are seeing play out in real life right now with the Oakland days, where mm-hmm. the owner wants to uh, have the team lose so she can move the team out of Cleveland. And the beginning of the movie has to one of my Florida to Miami, no less, has one of my all time favorite lines where she is handed out to the team executives, the pool of players that they will assemble the team from this year. One of the guys looks down the list and says, this guy's dead. And she quips back without a smirk, cross him off then. <laughs> and they move along. Uh, who Who's the best character in this movie? I think you could make a case for Bob Uecker as the announcer. I mean, there's so many great characters. Uh, I'm a big William Hayes Hayes guy. That, I think that's where I go. Bob Uecker. Big William Hayes Hayes guy is just brilliant i mean just a bit outside just the inflections and the stuff he did the way that he would imitate that he had a capacity crowd his silent uh play his silent color commentator who could never get a word in like it's just such a great movie Uh, he's such good so good in it i'm a big roger dorn fan too roger Uh, dorn is good um i mean charlie sheen's character is kind of one-dimensional but i love the whole like he invented walkout music for pitchers. Like this was the first like instance of this. And now it's like standard that like all the closers have like this big dramatic song as they walk from the bullpen to the mound and stuff. We haven't even talked about the manager yet either, who is very Lou exceptional. Phenomenal. Lou Brown. Lou Brown. He was made for that role. He was. In the second I... major league, it's also one of my uh, favorite quotes where he talks about how they won a game yesterday. They won one today and they win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak in the <laughs> middle of their ineptitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. like major league two as well. It's nowhere near as good as the first one, but it's still a very watchable, enjoyable movie. I mean, it, I think maybe the only move with a game winning bunt, right? Yes. The game winning bunt in the, in the first one, I think major league three, very good. I enjoy it. People hate on it, but I'm a a Scott Bakula fan. And two, it's a decent minor league baseball movie. Like it's pretty accurate from a standpoint of what's it like to go to a a single a game to pick up downtown. It literally looks like a little league field with a better concession stand. Like it's pretty spot on in terms of what it's like. I wonder about the alternate ending to this movie. I've heard of the alternate ending where she really didn't want to move the team. It was a way to motivate them. It was, yeah, it was a ruse. (laughs) So the ruse, believe it or not, bit of trivia, the ruse was the original ending to the movie. They didn't like it. And when it went to test screenings, the audience despised it because they hated her so much. She has to be the villain. Yeah. She has to stay the villain. She has to be the villain. And so they went and did a reshoot to insert the, the ending you got. Because other than that, there's no villain in this movie if it's not her. Mm-hmm. I also feel like if you're gonna do that, you have to leave some breadcrumbs throughout the movie. That right, you yeah. can't just like oh surprise. Well, I'm sure they would have. I'm sure they would have edited it differently. I'm I'm sure maybe. It yeah, but like I was so you know how you can get free movies on YouTube now? Mm-hmm. How they have yeah. a bunch of like freely available movies. Yeah, 
I watched uh, a guarantee Trace has seen this. Rob, I'm assuming you have never seen this. Have you have you seen the core? Yes, Aaron I Eckhart. Not believe I have. You have seen it. Yeah, do you know I, I do not believe I have seen it. So someone in the in the comments, like one of the first comments on the movie on YouTube, says this is one of the rare movies where there isn't like a bad guy, right? That that's approximately what they said, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. like trying to like do their best, and everyone kind of has like the ultimate goal in mind. Um, and it's definitely kind of like holds the movie back in some ways. I feel mm-hmm. like um, it definitely like needs that aspect of like. Like how many movies are there where there isn't a villain? Like it just I can doesn't think of some. I mean, there are movies like if it's meant to be like a thriller action or a conflict movie. I mean, there's always going to be conflict of some kind, whether it's a rom com or something, or it'd be really boring. Because um, how many, how many movies, how many movies are there where pr- pretty much every single movie is there's a problem and there is someone who is trying to go against that problem. That's Almost every pretty much single... every movie. You could even go back to Fern Gully. Yeah. and there's a villain in Fern Gully. You know, I mean, I would say like yeah, there's some like, like some movies that are more like a family friendly type of feel. They don't have a villain. Uh, movies that are more rom com. Well, I'm not even saying. I'm not even. I'm not but even. But it's saying not like a, villain, a true right? villain. Like oh, you on. could even argue Little Giants because the other coach is the you know the. the... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is the villain, villain, right? He's so like I'm saying, I'm just saying that there is a problem right and so i'm saying that even in the core there is a problem right but the problem in the core is that the earth's core is stopped spinning and they're trying to restart the core there isn't a direct villain but there's at least a problem and so what i'm saying is i'm i guess what i'm saying is those movies where there isn't a direct villain it just doesn't bring to light the opposition as much right there almost needs mm-hmm. to be like a figurehead for the opposition i would be curious yeah. to know like all-time best movies where there isn't kind of that like direct villain in place it would be a short a them short list sort. it would be uh, a short list of like good I, movies I, good I don't think movies. it's i don't i don't think it's nearly as short as you guys are alluding to. all right who's up now i think it's you right it's rob for number oh, two. no it's back to my number two uh my number two is hoop dreams uh have a you guys solid seen this? documentary i like that one yeah i've seen it multiple times i actually tried to watch this last weekend got like 20 minutes in and was like i'm out uh, really i don't even know if i made it that far it was like 10 minutes um wow i haven't seen it in a bit so maybe it doesn't hold up as much as i remember i just remember very much uh enjoying this movie as i watched it it that i it, for me it did not hold i honestly think i switched from watching hoop dreams to the core because i think you can watch <laughs> i think you can watch hoop dreams for free on youtube today okay wow i might go do that after this then to see if this pick holds up i just remember it being very good i remember doing an extremely good job of telling uh the story of two, two basketball players trying to make it through a difficult situation um the direction was very good thought it's hard to say it's acting because it's documentary but i thought the story that they told was very compelling so i always very much enjoyed that movie all right my number two friday night lights uh if you would have asked me a number of years ago, I would probably would have said that this would have been number one. Um, I watched it within, I would say, the last year or two. And the older I've gotten, I've definitely noticed different aspects of it that I didn't really uh, notice watching when I was younger. Like, one of the biggest things that I feel like I noticed when I watched it more recently was Billy Bob Thornton's just a fucking asshole in yes. the movie. Um, and I don't think I really remember that from when I was younger and that doesn't necessarily like make it less enjoyable. It just kind of like makes it different. Mm -hmm. Um, but still very good movie nonetheless. I like it. 
All right, Trace, number one movie. I think this is just the 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 quintessential number one, uh, the first Rocky movie. I mean, it has everything from the politics of boxing, an arrogant champion. You've got an incredible cast. I mean, freaking Apollo Creed, man. Like that character is awesome. I love Apollo Creed. Um, some of the stuff with Sly Stallone can get a little ever, but it's one of the only sports movies to win best picture. And and this was what built Sly Stallone's career. And to me, you could slot several of the Rocky movies into this slot, whether it's Rocky two, three or four, I especially love Rocky four where he goes against Ivan Drago, the Russian, like the Rocky movie. The only bad Rocky movie is Rocky five. Other than that, the rest are solid watches and I'm not including Creed. That's a whole other thing. Uh, I hard disagree here uh, against Trace. I have a very similar opinion on Rocky that Devin has on Hoop Dreams where either was not ago I watched it, we were an hour in, and he's still chasing uh, Adrian around an ice rink, and I'm like, I, I can't keep going through with this. It's just too long. So Rocky for me is one of the... So, all right. Let me let me ask this question first, and then I'll say what I was about to say. Rob, how old do you think Sylvester Stallone will have to be before you will be able to beat him in a fight? Uh, what's the fight? <laughs> Just straight up, the straight hand to hand combat. I think I could take him now. Bullshit. <laughs> he's on so much H human growth. Dude, hormones. he's just so much bigger than you. And he he know. just finished filming the Expendables four or five or whatever it is. He's jacked. I, I, I will say, like, I'm 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 not saying I'm an an, uh, an ace by any means, but we had we just had recently had we did something called the Billy Go Trail at Krav Maga recently, where you take two big <laughs> shields and you ram into each other. Uh, I was against a guy who was three times my size, and I flipped him over. So, like, you know, you you, you can do some things. How much do I need to pay for your sensei to start recording this so I can watch it? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I, I, could, I don't know if that's allowed. I think you just need to use files and go film a session. I feel like this should be a thing. I mean, how old is he now? He's I'll old, man. In, he's 76. He's a he's, weeks. He's, he's, how long before you can take him in a fight? Never. I don't know if I could ever, to be honest. Like, oh realistic. You guys are ridiculous. He's that dude's taking some serious uh, vitamins in his he's day. Just run around a little bit. Tire him out. He's old. Dude, he's just so much... Like, you can't... Like we're talking about, like like a like a fist fight in a room. Like where are you yeah. gonna? You can't run around. Like there's just you're gonna that run out. Dude of space. has the been room trained. has some space. I'm not saying run around like literally run around in circles and uh, taste him out. But you tie, yeah, you tire him out. I think either of you could take him honestly. I appreciate the compliment, but I'm too old, too fat, and too slow to beat a muscle head like him. He's just juiced. I mean, the, the only way I would have a chance is if I somehow kicked him in the balls and punched him in the throat before he got a shot off. Yeah, you said this is a, this is a fight with no rules. Okay, that, yeah. that, that's the rules you laid out, correct? That's just, correct. A slide song is essentially fight. assaulting me. All right. So what I was going to say about Rob... Stallone's trying to play just the tip with Rob, who wins. <laughs> Let, let's go back to... <laughs> Let's go back to Rocky. What I was going to say about Rocky is that Rocky is one of those movies that I think I've seen every bit of. I don't know if I've ever seen it like from start to finish in one sitting. For whatever reason, it's it just, just so long. It just has an appeal to it's me. Only about- two hours. I don't know. I think it drags. Well, it does at the beginning because you, they're trying to build the character. Like I'm not disagreeing that it doesn't drag, but that was that was the cinema of the 70s. Okay, like the, it's at the time and its place and. You know, it is what it is. Like, I can understand why people would never put it in their top six, but I think there are a lot of people out there that would agree. Because it's, I guess, because my thing is the movie, the romance angle in this movie, it's as much as as big as any other part of this movie, just his relationship to Adrian. And I think as a romance plotline, it's bad. I, I just, I, I don't buy their relationship really. I think it just drags on way too long. I think their chemistry is not the best. Um, to, I think that that part's a miss for me. 
I'm just not really, I think what it is, is I'm just not really a Sylvester Stallone person, right? Like, I'm trying to think about the movies that I like with Sylvester Stallone in it, and, like, I can't really, like... Copland. If you've never seen Copland, you need to watch Copland. Like, Tango and Cash? Like, I guess? That one's not great. I think Creed's, like, low-key his best movie. No, Copland. He should have gotten an Oscar for that. Oh, no. the Dude, what about Judge Dredd? Judge Dredd's good. Judge Dredd's I've decent. I've not seen Judge Dredd. There's also a really terrible mid-90s action movie he's in that I love called Daylight, where like the, the tunnel collapses in New York, and he like goes into the tunnel and gets people out that are surviving in there. It's a terrible action movie, but it's really fun. I enjoy it. No, I'm not, I'm not thinking of, I'm not thinking of uh, Judge Dredd. What I'm thinking of is Demolition Man. Demolition I'm Man's thinking. awesome. Yes. Do you know what that is, Rob? Yeah, I know what it is. All he right. doesn't know how to use the seashells. All right. Rob, your number one sports movie of all time. My hold number on, one sports movie. Before he oh. says it, I want to guess it. Moneyball? Okay. Uh, yeah, it is Moneyball. Yeah. You, ruined a bit. <laughs> you ruined a bit I had, Trace, which is very unfortunate. Uh, but... Sorry, do your bit. Well, it doesn't work now. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say I had a fencing movie and then say Puss in Boots, my, The Last Wish was my favorite movie to mess with him. But he, okay. he completely screwed me over. I'm here, sorry. Unfortunately. Uh, we'll save it for wasn't a good joke anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have Moneyball as my number one movie. I think it actually emphasizes the parts of sports that I find interesting. It, find, it, it talks about uh, like working different angles, how you can manipulate different parts of the game, go against the traditionalism that is evident still in so many sports games uh, or sports that like, has a larger base. And exploit those parts of it. I think the performances are all very good, and I, I just think it's an overall excellent movie. Whether you look at it from a sports perspective or outside of that, yeah, I don't really have any objections to that. I think Jonah Hill's getting it. I think Brad Pitt's getting Jonah it. Jonah Hill, I think, is very good in the movie. Um, I love Sorkin, so the fact that he wrote it also is like big plus for me. Yeah, it's just because my thing is it's just the one movie where like it talks about a team overcoming odds, but it's not in a way where. There's like just pom-poms waving around or, oh my gosh, team unity. I don't know. It's just it's something different to me. It's like more than just the actual game on the field, right? I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why I really enjoyed uh, Blue Mountain State, right? Mm-hmm. Is they never played, showed the games with the exception of, I think, the last episode or two of the entire series, right? Like the the game was completely secondary to what was going on and it just focused on the other aspects of the experience. Yeah. Um. Chris Pratt in that movie's really good too. Is Hadelberg? I mean, you've got the guy who plays Dave Justice. It's really good. Um, the guy who played Giambi was really good in the movie too. Like, I love this movie. It just it's in my honorable mentions because I love that movie. But there's just I ha- it's it's also insanely rewatchable too. I like that movie a lot. All right, for my number one sports movie of all time, any guesses before I say it? Any given Sunday. Considering a Knight's Tale is on here, I'm I am I have no idea where this is going. My number one sports movie of all time, Gladiator. Okay, uh, I'll give you that. Interesting. I think I watched it when I was actually traveling through Europe um, in September. Completely blown away. Like, I feel like I had only watched it when I was younger and I wasn't able to grasp a lot of the aspects of the movie. Mm. Still really holds up. Walking Phoenix is low-key one of the best actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a hot take, Rob? Um, I don't know, actually. I think a lot of people, those best actresses are always so hard, right? Because so many people just go off of like overall portfolio of acting rather than like just look at their peak performances. And unfortunately, so many of the best actresses have actually died early, uh, especially in the past couple of years. So 
I, I would. I don't know that that's actually that hot of a take. I think there's some people who certainly align with you on that. He's got a lot of great movies. Walk the Line, where he plays Johnny Cash. He's really good. The Joker. Uh, the joke. Oh, that's right. The Joker movie. That movie was incredible. Yeah. And then he was in a really good movie that was for Amazon. Like uh, he played like a dude hunting like serial killer type things. It was really good too. Anywhere but here, I want to say it's called. And then he had that weird like quasi mockumentary thing he did where he like had a public meltdown for the movie and became a rapper. That's really interesting to watch. Um, are you, do you prefer walking Phoenix or Daniel day Lewis? Daniel day Lewis, probably Daniel day Lewis yeah. by far. I mean, there will be blood has some of the best moments in movies. Have ever. you guys seen phantom thread? Yes. No. The last movie he did. Phantom thread is very good. Awesome. That he's in that. It was, I think it was up for best picture. It wasn't really close to winning, but that, that's a very good movie. Yeah. So, is and he... then of course, last of the Mohicans, like, well, dude, Gangs of New York. Gangs too. of New York's yeah, incredible. New York, yeah. So is he is he like the undisputed best actor? I don't know about ever. I would say currently. No, I mean like cur- current, 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 current. Well, he hasn't say, made a movie in like ten years now. It's one of those things where it just depends on who you ask, right? Yeah. Uh, for mine, I'd probably, I would probably have Dan Lewis. Yeah, I, I think, I think he's probably yeah. the best actor going. I, I love mean, him. Like, some people would say like too. Brad Pitt's the best actor, for example, who just for is a very good actor. But Brad Pitt does a lot of shitty movies, though. Yeah. I think Denzel Washington is very good. Um, yeah, that's that's another. He also falls into Denzel. the category of making a lot of shitty movies, though. Well, the thing the thing is, like, uh, even, not as even, much. Even though those bad movies that aren't that great, or I wouldn't even call them bad movies. He's the best movies. part of those movies. Yeah, those movies that aren't that special. He like those movies would be god awful without him, right? So, mm-hmm. have, have you mm-hmm. seen? You've seen like Out of Time, right? Yeah. If he's not in that, that movie's a train. That movie's I think a it's very entertaining yeah. with him in it. Uh, what's the movie with him and Russell Crowe? Early... American Gangster. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about early 90s, young Russell Crowe. I think Kelly Lynch is in it too. Uh, Russell Crowe is some super villain that's birthed out of a computer, I believe. You're saying this is Denzel? Yes, I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Ah, uh, shoot. It's not Johnny Mnemonic. That's uh, Keanu Reeves. It's Virtuosity. Um, Virtuosity. Yeah, I think this is also a free movie that's available somewhere right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he can really just like elevate what's going on, just because I think he's an exceptional actor. Yeah. All right, let's hit up yeah. honorable mentions because I feel like there's a lot on the bone here. So I'm just gonna list mine real quick. So, the wrestler with Mickey Rourke, incredible. Yeah, yeah movie. I had that too. Yeah. Uh, the Mighty Ducks Disney movie phenomenal i can't say i agreed on that one so, let, let, let's talk about this real quick so i actually watched all three mighty ducks within the last year mm-hmm. uh, why just because just gonna have the most addictive i know you had this much time on your hands I, I just have the most addictive personality of any person you've ever met <laughs> where if i start something i have to finish it i, uh, I kind of I'm, I'm very much a completionist as well but i didn't so i mean they're fast rob like i mean these are our 30 minute movies like quick and so what i will say is when you think of the Mighty Ducks, which movie of, of the series, which one comes to, to mind for you is the best one? Just from your memory of past. Not the third one. D2 um, is the one that I remember watching the most. So D2 was not very good. But uh, it's not I, I, the best. The first one's the best one. But the third one actually is really good. Yeah, like, the third It's one, actually really good. After watching them all back, like the third was my favorite, then the first, then the second, probably. I don't find anything to be very good, to be honest. I, I hate to burst anybody's bubble with their big Gordon Bombay. Well, the guys, target but... audience is 10 year olds, okay? Like, and the other thing was so... Gordon Bombay's very, like minimally in the third movie, too. No, he, he is out on the third all right, one. Trace, continue. 
All right, uh, the Sandlot is on the list because yeah. who? Well, how can you not? Happy Gilmore. How yeah. can we yeah. have this without Happy Gilmore? Uh, the replacements was in there. Uh, a documentary called Beyond the Mat, which was a behind-the-scenes look at pro wrestling in the late '90s. It was made by Barry Blaustein. Very good movie. You can actually watch it for free on YouTube right now. And then um, uh, the last one is probably the controversial one. I really love the Kevin Costner movie for Love of the Game. Where I he's think that's a, good a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers, and it the whole movie is kind of told from a flashback perspective of going through his romantic life with this woman, but he's recalling it in his last major league game. And throughout the movie, he f- discovers that he's actually pitching a perfect game in Yankee Stadium. Uh, great movie. If you like Kevin Costner, this is a no brainer. Um, if you don't love sports movies where 80 percent of it is about the romance you probably won't like it i think that's a good choice or i think that's that would have been in my honorable mentions too if i would have like literally just named all my favorite sports movies uh was that your last one that was the last one rob fire him away uh again i do not have my paper in front of me so this is going off the top of my head uh, i had bull durham caddyshack and tin cup surprise neither of you guys mentioned caddyshack or tin cup on either of your lists dude tin so when was, when was the last time you saw tin cup been a while I watched Dude, it during so, COVID. Growing up, that was one of my favorite movies. I tried to watch it within the last 18 months. Couldn't get through Not it. Good. No. Like it just bad. it just wasn't the same. Um yeah. I'd be interested to know if it was the same for you. So firing through my honorable mentions that no one has brought up yet, Escape from New York to Jerry Maguire. How do that we not? Was almost yeah, there. I had that on help my, me my help too. you. Yes. Yeah, I had it on a bunch of too. I had a Foxcatcher too, by the Show way. Did either of you guys have, have you either of you guys seen that? Which one? Foxcatcher with Steve Carell. Yeah, that's oh, a depressing God, that's a ass great movie. one. That's it's a really great good movie. I really want to get depressing. on my list. Six is just a short list. I mean, Mark Ruffalo, who else is in that? Channing Tatum. So I think yeah, Shane Tatum's in it too. Steve, uh, that's a really uh, what's good his name movie. from The Office? Steve Carell's in it. Yeah. So that's a the so there's a certain genre of movie where the entire movie it's very eerie right nothing violent happens but there's just that eerie tone the entire entire movie until you get to the end and they just lower the boom right so fox catchers that way and then i would almost say in a different light that's kind of the way once upon a time in hollywood is too Mm -hmm. where there's no violence that happens throughout the entire movie right but you just get the feeling you know something's coming they kind of like convey that emotion throughout the entire time and then within the last five minutes all hell breaks loose. I mean, that's Quentin Tarantino uh, to a T, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I really did want to get Foxcatcher on my list. I just only had so many spots, but I think that's an outstanding yeah. movie. It is very good. Great poll. That was it for you? That oh, was I'm you. A, you're up. Again, I'm just going from the top of my head, right, so, so I think that's all I have. Jerry Maguire, no one has mentioned Remember the Titans to this point. See, uh, I'm burnt out on that movie because yeah, it was then, like, in the Christian circles that I live in, that is like the go-to like movie of the 2000s i've probably seen it a hundred times and i never want to see it again like i i was stunned hoosiers was on our list trace hoosiers is a great film i will not hate on it i just it didn't make my top it's just it's it's great but it's just not i guess rudy was your uh, your sentimental movie of you know in hindsight the one movie that i just remembered that i forgot about that should have replaced rudy on this list and it moved rudy to honorable mentions is varsity blues I was about to mention that. All right. So I had it on my honorable mentions too. So remember the Titans breaking away. Have either of you seen that? No, I don't know that one. So incredible movie. It's about a guy who has just graduated from high school in small town, Indiana, 
uh, I think it is Bloomington, Indiana, uh, and about pretty much like his like it's like a coming of age movie about this guy who rides a bike um and the dynamics between essentially the poor people in the town and the rich people in the town and everything that happens i think when you look at like all-time best movies ever like if you look at some of those lists this movie is actually on there um even outside of sports movies um Dan- daniel stern i believe is in it um mm-hmm. a oh, young, really? okay uh, a young a very young dennis quaid i believe is in this um yeah great movie uh necessary roughness great uh, movie a great great scott bacula movie hoosiers varsity blues how could i mean how we not mention varsity blues i Uh, I can't believe i forgot about it till we were sitting here because i've seen that movie so many times one of the only football movies right oh it's great the blonde girl in that movie scarred me as a child and probably shaped every decision i've made since that moment which one amy smart or uh ollie what's her name ollie larder cream bikini yeah All right. Uh, Karate she, Kid. No one has mentioned Karate Kid. Uh, I don't know about that. See, no, I don't view no that as a sports kid. movie, but it is a sports movie. I, it's fine. It's the fine. first movie is definitely a sports movie, and the rest veer far away from that. And so, um, but yeah, the first Karate Kid is just top notch cinema. All right. This next one, Rob is. I would be. I would bet serious money has never seen it. Trace, I would even be surprised if he has not seen it. But it is very good. Johnny, be good. Have you seen this? No. With Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr. Wait. A very I young guy. I, I have seen that. Uh, it is a story about how Anthony Michael Hall is one yeah, of the top, top football recruits in the country. And the movie opens with the state championship game where Anthony Michael Hall is returning kicks, uh, kicking field goals, throwing passes. He's do- doing everything. And what ensues is his... Uh, journey to being recruited into college uh very entertaining i have seen history that. alaska no one has mentioned that's an incredible movie russell crowe oh that's a good one uh no one has mentioned the color of money uh another it. another tom cruise movie uh very young tom cruise before he got his teeth fixed I believe. is that the sequel to the pool shark movie he did um correct yes yeah the original okay. movie See, was i've the seen the first one and i haven't seen the second one color of money i haven't seen that one we have not mentioned, well, Rob briefly mentioned it, uh, Any Given Sunday. Good uh, movie. Which, you know, I'm, I'm not a I big fan. Like, I feel like I've grown a recent appreciation for Al Pacino. I saw Heat uh, within the last month or so uh, around Memorial Day, and I was just like completely forgot how good of a movie Heat was. And I completely forgot how good, or just couldn't appreciate when I originally saw it how good Al Pacino is in the movie. He's yeah. absolutely incredible. There's yeah. a but the really... anime sentence to me just feels like they, they, they put all like the debauchery that you think happens in professional football and it's made like I grabbed it out of a hat type aspect to it. I, I just don't find it to be a very cohesive movie. No, it's good though. I enjoy it. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen this one, um, but it's Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I want to say it's called Two for the Money or something yep. like that. It's a gambling yep. movie. It, yeah. Yeah, no one could gems either on either anybody's list. Yeah, that's a good one too. That but I think you can make so I feel like that's a very polarizing movie. I feel like people either Oh really? Yeah, I feel like people love that movie or hate that movie. So when I initially watched Uncut Gems, I watched it with this girl that I was hooking up with, and she like made me turn it off. She like couldn't handle it. She it's like, depressing because oh. you know what's gonna happen to the guy by the end of the movie. Like we you didn't know. even I don't even know if we got halfway through the movie. 
Um, it's and tough. I ended up I ended up having to finish it the next day. I loved Uncut Gems. I thought it was a good very movie. good movie. Yeah. Uh, I will say one of my friend's siblings, uh, his parents took him to watch Uncut Gems to try to curb some behavior and it had very much the opposite effect. <laughs> um, uh, Trace, I'm stunned you do not have the rookie or the program on your list. See, oh, the, the program, the program oh. is I, I think the program is bad. I think movie. it's a bad movie. And it's based on Florida State from the 80s. So it's like and it's pretty That's damn what I'm accurate. Saying. It's pretty damn accurate. Um. But yeah, I enjoy it, but it's I I didn't put it in the honorable mentions list. And the then... steroid scene from the program is absolutely ridiculous if you go back and watch it. I mean, the like the animation on it, like you'd more believe that there was an actual there were actually two yeah. cats fencing on that episode of the challenge when they had the little graphic up and you would sooner believe that guy took steroids. Like it, it was it's so bad. It is pretty bad. And then there was uh oh shoot. There I know the rookie one. trace. I mean, that feels like it's like your your life story. The rookie's pretty good. I like the rookie with Dennis Quaid. It's pretty good. If I ever go on the challenge, it might become my favorite movie because they could make a movie about the old fat guy getting in shape to try to fight the young bucks or something. But it never happened. Um, okay. But last, then uh, last one. Do you remember if you've ever seen the 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 uh, the longest yard, the original one with Burt Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Perfect. one's pretty solid. Yeah. All right. Last two that I had on my list, uh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Good movie. I think it's very... Rob, have you seen it? I have not. Will Smith and Maddie Damon, man. It's good. It's good. And Charlize Theron. Oh, I forget about her. Yeah. Good movie. And then the last movie that I have up here, The Air Up There. Have either of you seen this? Kevin Bacon I goes to so. Africa and teaches yeah. people how to play basketball, right? That's right. Yeah. That's he tries right. to recruit yeah. a recruit. player from Africa. Um. I remember my dad walking out of that movie because the language was so bad in the first 10 minutes. And then so he took us in to see Mrs. Doubtfire instead, which was, <laughs> you know, really not much of an upgrade, but a much better movie. Um, I think the air also, by the way, the new Michael Jordan movie about him getting signed. It's in my Nike. queue. I'm going to watch yeah, it. This I, I think it's very good. I, I just watched it. I thought it was very good. So. All right. We went way longer than we expected here, but good times. Shocker. I don't, I don't know why you guys were expecting us to be short. I mean, let's see how this one does. Uh, if this one does well, we're going to put this one on YouTube. If you like this one, give it a like. We'll do we'll do more of these. Uh, this isn't an effort to broaden our horizons of the type of content that we produce. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you again soon. If you have a day off coming up uh, for this weekend, enjoy the long weekend. Bye.